Welcome to Disrespectfully Agree with Oatman and LJ. I am LJ. Cross from me, Mr. Oatman. What's good, everybody? Living on the edge, fighting cross, spinning webs, swinging from the highest ledge, he can leap above my head. This week, we're going to talk about Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, the first Spider-Man animated film, at least in theaters, from Sony. And a little bit Marvel, I guess. I have questions. A lot of Sony uh, product placement in this film. I don't know if you noticed. Prominent Sony headphones on display in this thing. I didn't even notice. Oh, man. How could you miss it? I didn't notice. It was huge. (laughs) There was a lot going on. I was in a fairly steady state of confusion. Okay. All right. Well, let's see. Spoilers from the beginning of this episode. We're going to have to get into it. Oatman has questions. And so this will be a spoiler-filled episode. Warning. Real briefly, this thing is about... Okay, there's Peter Parker, he's Spider-Man, and he's the only one. We also meet Miles Morales, who, if you're familiar with the Spider-Man comics in the last, I don't know, eight, ten years or so, is also Spider-Man, so he's going to become Spider-Man in this thing. It's an origin story. But then there's also a multiple-dimensional thing created by Wilson Fisk and some scientists and some other henchmen are involved and that brings other Spider-Men or Spider-People into his dimension, and hijinks ensue. Before we start, yeah, can I ask you a serious question? Okay. Uh, I'm a huge Daredevil fan. Why? Uh, I thought I just thought they did a real good job on which, Netflix. Which, which Daredevil? Oh, you mean the Netflix show? Yeah, real big fan of that show. So you're not an Affleck fan? I thought that thing was horrible. Oh, okay. I, I thought it was bad. And, and, and I remember saying to them, How about the Frank Miller comic books? I never read the comic books. All right, Brian Bendis? Nope. Okay, okay. Met Brian Bendis. Never read that. Comic you met book. that guy? I did. When? Where did he come? He came down to CSU. Oh, really? Yeah, he came. He came for something. How'd I, I miss that? I met him. Little short, bald guy with a little yeah. soul patch. Uh, sure, that's yeah, him. Nice gentleman. But I, but I met him at something. But wow. anyway, he's a he's one of the giants. He's probably the most oh, prolific he? comic book writer in the last fifteen years. Yeah, I met him. Was was a. Really nice gentleman. He invented Miles Morales. Oh, did he? He did. Okay. Well, here's my question. Okay, so in the comic book world, are they Spider-Man at the same time? Okay. (laughs) Here's how it works. Uh, I'll try to make this as brief as I can. Okay. Brian Bendis, they invented a new line of comic books called Ultimate Whatever. So it's Ultimate Spider-Man, Ultimate Avengers, and so on. And they did that to create a, a new universe for new fans to get into Marvel comic books. So there weren't the baggage of all the years of continuity and blah, blah, blah. And so somewhere in the last 10 years, I forget, it's hard for me to keep track of years, Marvel decided to get rid of the Ultimate Universe. I think they decided it no longer served its purpose. Okay. Marvel Comics in general was doing better, and there was so much continuity now in the Ultimate Universe... It's no longer a place for people to get on board. So they were going to shut it down. And so a few years before that, Brian Bendis was like, well, if we're going to shut this down, I want to give Peter Parker a proper death. So he died in that comic book, and they kept the new comic going. So they created a new character, Miles Morales, who became the new Spider-Man. And when that universe kind of ended through whatever mystical comic book means, that character got to survive and move on to the proper Marvel Universe. So technically these days, yes, we're talking about original Peter Parker with Miles Morales from the ultimate dimension has transferred to the Marvel Universe proper, as has the Samuel L. Jackson version of Nick Fury, who is also an ultimate universe creation, who was based on Samuel L. Jackson. The original Nick Fury is just like a kind of crusty middle-aged white guy. So it's P- Peter Parker's alive in the regular Marvel verse currently. So yeah. when Miles Morales comes over, they're in the same universe together. 
Yes. And do they work together? Or are they friends? Sometimes. Okay. So he's just running around doing his own thing. And yep. s- All right. That's one of my questions. Okay. So th- this movie is creating its own universe now, where, spoiler alert, Peter Parker, we're introduced to in this film, dies, and Miles Morales becomes the new Spider-Man. So there's still only one in that universe. Gotcha. But then we get the multiple dimensions thing. Okay. One more thing. So... Does Daredevil exist in this Spider-Man universe? Unknown. Because Wilson Fisk does. Yes. Wilson Fisk is both a Spider-Man and a Daredevil villain. Okay. But it's the same guy. Like, even the girl, Vanessa, is the same. Yes. Okay. So, Daredevil can't exist in this universe. Sure. We don't know if he does. He might. Like, all of the Marvel characters may exist in this universe in some form, although there's going to be some differences. Like, okay. there, there are reveals in this movie, won't spoil yet, of characters you may remember but are different in some way. So we have Spider-Man, who is also in the Marvel universe now, with the young Spider-Man thing. Are we talking about, what are we talking about, the comics? The movies. He's in the MCU. Which movies? Spider-Man. The live-action ones? Yeah. That's so does okay. That, the movie universe is separate from the comic universe. Okay, because I was going to ask. So, if Spider-Man is also alive and living in this mutant age, this is, animated film is completely separate from the live-action Marvel universe. Okay, it's its own universe. Because I was wondering, well, then are there mutants in this universe too, or uh, probably not, because Sony doesn't have the rights to that. Okay, that's all I wanted to know. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> So this is this is its own basically universe. If you want to call it the animated Marvel universe, you can. Okay. Or the animated Spider-Man universe, you can. But it has nothing to do with the current like Homecoming, Iron Man stuff. Gotcha. Okay, I'm good. And Avengers and any of that. Okay, I'm good. Though those characters probably would exist in this universe if they needed them to. Okay. But I, I get the idea that this is much more of a Sony project than a Marvel project. And so, okay, and so like... Dr. Octavius or whatever is a okay. woman. In all right, spoilers. <laughs> I guess, all right, this whole thing is spoilers. How's that a spoiler? That's a reveal, like halfway through the movie. No, uh, okay, see, this is the question I was having. See, I didn't know if that was a spoiler or not. Like, I was saying, okay, in the comic book, is there, like, in the way that there's a new Spider-Man, is there a new Dr. Octopus? In the ultimate comic book? Yeah, like, when, when, when that reveal happened, I was like, oh, it's just something that already people know. No. Who, or that was a real new thing. There may have been a female Doc Ock in some comic book somewhere in some okay. universe. I wasn't sure when that happened. I was like, oh, wait. But that, that that was intended to be a surprise in this movie. Okay. So people who – there is not like a bunch of comic books with Doc Ock being a woman or anything. There may be that I'm unaware of, but okay. generally that that is not a common thing. Okay. And so there's also a Green Goblin in this. That one is more inspired by the Ultimate Universe, where the Green Goblin is actually literally a monster. Okay. So he's like the Hulk in that way. So he'll like Hulk out, but become the Green Goblin, like a giant goblin monster. That's how he was in the Ultimate Universe. Okay. And the original comic book is just a dude who puts on a suit. Right. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) It's a guy in a suit. Yeah. It's It's his friend, Osborn, right? Not his friend. The original Green Goblin is Norman Osborn, who's his friend's dad that's right it's his friend's dad yeah harry becomes green goblin later with psychological problems yeah 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 in the comic book anyway and and a little bit in the raimi movie but that's best left forgotten those are some of the questions that i was like what it was confusing to me okay okay got it doc ock was a surprise yep that was just something maybe even just for this film possibly like a plot twist 
Green Goblin is from the Ultimate Universe. That's why he's kind of monstrous and big. Yep. Morales exists with Peter Parker in this world, almost mm-hmm. like in training in a way, I'm assuming, because he's so much younger. In the animated movie. In the animated movie, in the animated universe. Sort of. I mean, that was the, but they never have that chance because he dies. Yeah, I was wondering, like, in the comic books, I'm assuming that's the relationship. In the comic books, that's more the relationship, yes. Gotcha. Okay, I got it. I'm, I'm good. I'm okay. good. I had a few. I was just confused. <laughs> I was just jumping off. And when I saw Fisk, I was like, so is Daredevil coming out? Or Yeah, well, yeah. So Wilson, yeah, again, Wilson Fisk is. is but he's in both. He's in both. Okay, I'm good. And I'm sure he shows up in other, you know, hero stories as well. But he is a main villain for both characters. Cool. Okay. I think. So, we're 15 minutes into this episode. <laughs> we're not 15 minutes in. We're 13. Oh, but <laughs> I exaggerated a little bit. Sorry, go ahead. I'm, I'm good. So, where to start? Wilson Fisk, that's played by Liev Shriver. Oh, my man. We got Chris Pine as the first Peter Parker, who we lose. Jake Johnson plays Jewish Spider-Man. I thought that was an interesting choice. Whoa, whoa. What do you mean Jewish Spider-Man? Peter B. Parker, the Parker that's older and overweight and divorced. He's Jewish? Yeah, when he gets, they do the montage where he gets married and they they step on, he steps on a, a oh, glass, right. a champagne glass or whatever. It's like, oh, all right, good for you. And they hired a Jewish actor, you know, it's, he's... I uh, missed that. Jake Johnson is perhaps most notably from uh, The New Girl. Okay. He does a bunch of other stuff. I, mi- I missed that. It's a small thing. Uh, but it's like, but oh. that's but huge, though. I guess. I mean, that's that's it's a Jewish thing. Spider-Man. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. It's like, all right, go yeah. get him. Yeah. And Lily Tomlin is Aunt May. So I, I think she's good. Yep, she is. She's uh, good. Zoe Kravitz is Mary Jane. So on and so forth. In any case, this film has been universally praised. Great scores. <laughs> and I, I was like, all right, I'm, I'll go see this thing. I didn't want to see it. Here's my reasons. One, ever since the Lego movie... CG animated films have been going through this trend of doing like limited frames to make it look like stop motion. So like, I don't know how many, like 12 frames a second instead of 24, which I can, I think you can justify stylistically for the Lego movie because they're like, you know, Legos. So you're like, oh, well, it makes sense. They're real world things. We wanted to make it look like a live action movie. And then other movies started doing it that aren't that, like Peanuts and uh, and others. And here's another one. And I just don't like that style. I think it's clunky. I think it looks kind of bad. Also, I guess that's my biggest reason. <laughs> it's a little, it's a dumb reason. Well, no, not at all. I mean, the stuff that, that I didn't like visually, and I don't know what this accounts for, and, and maybe you didn't even notice it, but there were just certain parts where it, it almost looked to me like... A 3D movie? Like I was looking at 3D without the glasses. That bugged me so much. Like early like, on in that? the film. they they So instead of, in a movie... I literally was, looked at the other people like... Was, me too. Was, was this I did 3D? exactly the same so, thing. I did exactly the same thing. I want, I'm so glad you brought this up. Because they... So instead of... Fo- so like characters, things in the background and the foreground... Uh, like with a traditional camera, they just look out of focus, right? There's a focus thing. So you're yeah. focused on whatever you're, you're looking at, and the things in the foreground and the background look a little blurry. Here, instead of that, they do this kind of image separation thing that you would traditionally associate with modern-day 3D movies. And so I had exactly the same thoughts. Like, what? Did I? Did they not give me? Is this? <laughs> and I looked around, too. Like, is anybody else wearing? Let me look at this. All right, so th- is anything else in 3D, or is it just... Is this shot 3D or the character? Why do you think they would go with that style? I don't know. I, I here's what I here's the best I can figure out. Occasionally in comic books there are printing errors, and so the colors when they do like the whatever the, the old process was of like the three color 
process where they do you one color little, and yellow and one color and, and it's in there, yes right. and so there's a little bit of like misalignment of the colors and that's always like a mistake like that's not how it's supposed yeah, to look exactly that's and so i'm thinking that they thought they just took that mistake it's like well that's associated with comic books so uh, let's do that on purpose uh, and i hate it yeah i i just i thought it was confusing to the eye it was distracting it was very distracting Okay, I, it was me. I was like, what is that? Now, the part I did think worked was when they're doing, like, they're making it look like a comic book, and they do, like, the, the newsprint, like, dots oh, yeah. on the things to do the shading. Well. I'm like, I'm fine with that, yeah, but, there, but it's the stop-motion look, and it's that, that weird, like, separation of color thing that made me confused about if this is a 3D movie. <laughs> I hated both of those things. I like the, I thought it was ambitious, the, uh, the mixing of different, comic styles I thought was I like that I said that's interesting so the different Spider-Man you got the anime yeah, Spider-Girl yeah and, and, and forgive me I'm gonna say this badly you got almost the Frank Miller you got the anime you got yeah, the you Warner got, uh, the, Brothers yeah so there's Spider-Man Noir yeah who's just black and white played by Nicolas Cage mm. who was kind of fun and Spider-Ham who is a character I've always I've known about for a long time but that's I, a real thing that's and, a real thing and people, there are Spider-Ham fans out there. They love Spider-Ham. I, it always seemed silly to me. I've never picked so there up. So there are entire comic books that are Spider-Ham. Just, yes. Interesting. There are. <laughs> <laughs> Played by John Delaney. He's great casting for that character. John Delaney? Mulaney. John Mulaney, sorry. The comic? Yeah, the comic, yes. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The stand-up comic. And so that's all fun. I like that. Yeah, I thought that was interesting and, and ambitious. And, and melding them in one visual world. Yeah. And it kind of makes me wish, like, in a more focused movie, you'd get much more interplay with the different styles and the way they would solve problems. We we don't get a lot of that, and there's really no time yes. <laughs> to get into that kind of stuff. But it would be fun to see, like, noir Spider-Man have to deal with Spider-Ham and, and uh, solving whatever crime and that, that sort of thing. But, yeah, th- this isn't that movie. There's no time for that. So there's a lot of praise for this film. People love it. There's talk of this is the best Spider-Man movie ever made. and Like, out of all movies. Out of all the Spider-Man movies. And Insane. this movie... I would say is one of the best Saturday morning cartoons I've ever seen. And I love me some Saturday morning cartoons, some of them. But I I wouldn't really place it much higher than that. Well, in some ways, it didn't feel like, and it's going to sound ridiculous, or it didn't feel like a movie to me. It felt uh, like a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, it felt like a, well, it's funny. Yeah, you kind of said it. It kind of felt like a, for me, it felt very like an episodic thing. It didn't have the... I can't believe I'm saying this about an effing cartoon, but it didn't have the... Animated film. It it didn't have the grandeur that some of the other films I have seen had. When I first saw the trailer for this, I'm like, oh, well, that's direct-to-video. I really did. I thought it was a direct-to-video thing. It didn't have the... I don't even know how to explain it. It just didn't have the the stakes, the gravitas of some of the other films that I have seen. It just seemed to lack that. It had kind of a simple solution. Yeah. They gave you a really stupid problem yeah. that they solved in a really stupid way yeah. that made no sense. And they just jump in the thing and automatically they're back in their world. There are no questions. Well, can you end up in the other universe? Can you, none of that They're stuff. not concerned with yeah. any of that. Yeah, it, it, of that it's was, supposed to be fun. Yeah. And it is. It is. It's 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 well drawn. The acting I think is good, and I love the May character when they go in the shed, and she's like a kick ass Aunt May. I like all of that stuff. Yeah, there's some the, fun surprises. The pieces of it are nice. It just 
holistically, it was like, ah, this doesn't hold together. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the film. I think it is fun. Yeah, I think it is fun. I I, I did not walk out of there. Like, remember, we, we had this conversation in, a, in another podcast. It's never boring. No. It, I mean, it moves. Although the final, you know, fight scene was such a cacophony of noise and well, and such a mess is, that I was like, nah. how, how can a man as that obese be that nimble? Like, that was well, a- that's the thing about Wilson Fisk is he's always been that in the comic books. He's, that's the joke. It's like, oh, he's this fat guy, and he's like, well, actually, that's muscle. Yeah, but I mean, can he can he be nimble enough to like outmove Spider Man? Like that's, it's Spider Man. That's the thing about Wilson Fisk. He's always been secretly nimble. a tremendously imposing force. Well, they the way they play Fisk here is like a bowling ball. I mean, he's he's yeah. he's, gross, he's the Hulk. He's grossly obese. You telling me? Well, know. he's blocky. It's I don't know. It felt weird to me. I don't know. But that's that's Wilson Fisk. That's how, he, even that's how he's where, been. Even the thing where his uncle was that character, found out was his uncle. That was silly. I was like, oh, that's silly. Yeah, like it didn't make any sense. Like, oh, okay. Let's talk about briefly, if we can, just the relationship stuff. So the, the, what's supposed to be kind of the heart of this story is Miles Morales and his family dynamic with his dad mainly and his uncle. The mom, sadly, is kind of sidelined for she, she's largely ignored. What do you think of that dynamic between those three characters? I thought it was really interesting. Uh, I thought it could have been played up more. I kind of felt like I almost wanted to see that relationship in another film. I, I yeah. like the idea of the crusty father. And, and this is not a new trope, but the crusty father who's a do-gooder. Mm-hmm that you don't get along with, and the slightly shady uncle that you do. Yeah. And there's now this this push and this tug and pull for your soul. I thought that was, I was like, wow, that would have been a great film. I remember thinking that storyline would have, would have made for a much better film. You're probably, yes. Um, if you that. wanted to tell like a cohesive story, <laughs> that would have been the thing to go with. I thought that would have been good and it would have been interesting. And then you could still have the uncle's death at the end. and. Mm-hmm. The father loves the brother, but doesn't like what he does and looks down on him. But the brother, you know, I thought, I just thought there was a lot to mine there. So I like that storyline. It just, the way it wrapped up was so unsatisfying. Yeah. Like, like Winston Fields just happened to be standing there to shoot. Yeah. yeah. I was like, uh, that's, that felt like a missed opportunity. So I agree with all that. Uh, I did like that stuff. And I also like it. So there's so many pieces here that I like. That would have been nicer if they were their own thing. This movie, again, just doesn't have time for. It doesn't. I would have loved, I loved the Jewish Spider-Man, Peter B. Parker. I thought he's great. He was, he's wonderful. He's, he's a delight. You know, he's slightly overweight. He's depressed. He's divorced. (laughs) He's down on his luck. But he's still good at what he does. It reminds me of that time Conan O'Brien did like this Santa Claus. But it was like Santa Claus after a divorce. Oh, right. <laughs> Mrs. Yeah, Claus yeah, left yeah. him. He like trimmed his beard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's such a great character in, in this movie. He, and, he is. And there's so much you could do with that Spider-Man. And to, to come to another dimension and see a version of his ex-wife. Yeah, you could have almost done, you could almost, I hate to say this, 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 would, this is a stupid suggestion because you couldn't call it the multiverse. You could almost got rid of the other Spider-Mans and just had him come yeah. and have to deal with trying to not only help this kid, but also maybe trying to replace yeah. the, the Spider-Man who's been killed. Like, I think we had a storyline uh, in the other... Uh, animated film mm-hmm. that we saw where, where Batman had to be replaced by 
Is it Flash trying to replace him? Superman did in that. I showed you that was clip. It, was it Superman to replace him? Are you talking about the clip I showed you from the animated series where Batman disappears? They still have to solve where he is, and in order to do that, somebody's yeah. got to play Batman, and so they get Superman to do it? Yeah, something like that. I just thought there could have been some potential here to do that, where you have him almost trying to live up to this guy who took the right road and made the right He's been a much more successful human being. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And, and, and how he reconciles some of that. I thought that would have been very interesting, but like you say, the way they've kind of stacked all the stuff in there, it's just not a lot of room for Yeah. Them. Or to even really have a plot that plays out in any satisfying way. There's just so many great ideas in this movie. That and, they, and they just put them all together and, and... And not only great ideas, there's some satisfying pieces to sure, it. Sure, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's some really good acting. And I rarely will say that. Rarely does acting just stand out to me mm-hmm. in an animated film. You know, you'll see a film where it's a Mark Hamill and that. But, man, they have some really solid acting in here. Yeah. Just, it just never pulls together as a whole. Yeah, it's for me. It, there's just too much going on. But I don't hate it. No, you know, it's I, still fun. It's still fun. I would suggest you go see it. It just doesn't. It, it doesn't reach the level of greatness. I just wish they had made like four different movies. I agree. <laughs> just take out all those great stories, make them their own thing, so yep. you can actually make a a real a, a film that'll that'll stand up to the test of time. I think this one will end up being relatively dated. Yep. And. Still fun and all that, but just kind of a mess. Yeah, I totally agree. And with that, <laughs> check us out on disagreepodcast.com, our website. We're on the Facebooks. We're on the Apple Podcast app, the iTunes, the Google Play Music, so on and so forth. Leave us some reviews if you'd be so kind. And by the way, tell a friend or an enemy about the show. Help us grow this thing. And we will talk at you next week, everybody. Bye. Peace and chicken grease out. Out.